Hey, hey, teacher friend, welcome back to another episode. As a matter of fact, this is the first episode of 2022, and we are hitting it off with a topic that I hear about so frequently. One of the biggest fears is, will I be able to provide for my family financially? I so get this. We're stepping out as teachers and we have to be prepared with our finances. So today I'm going to be sharing three big lessons that I learned about finances as I stepped out of my teaching career and became an entrepreneur and also the mistakes that I made along the way. Today, we could go so deep into these three parts, but we are just chipping away at the iceberg. It's so good though. It's so necessary. It's foundational to begin this new year looking at the financial aspect of potentially leaving your teaching career, starting a new side business, or completely stepping out and beginning a new business, whether it be a tutoring business, a homeschooling business, a micro school, whatever it is, we got to get the money, honey, and we got to get it right. So let's jump on in to today's episode. Welcome, teacher, to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get Happy your teach on. New Year, It's going to be such a special year for my family, and I hope that it's going to be a wonderful, blessed year for your family. I just feel a renewed sense of change and understanding and more clarity, and so I really hope that you are able to embrace this new year and meet it with full expectancy of really great things. Today's episode is going to be really great three ways that you can prepare financially when it comes to stepping out and becoming an entrepreneur, considering transitioning out of your teaching job. These are three big areas that need attention. This is a topic that I have to speak with teachers about all the time so you're not alone. And it's a continuous process for myself as well. Now, before we get into all of the juicy, awesome details, I want to remind you that you have less than 24 hours to snag our new year holiday prices for coaching. Grab a mentor, friends. It would be my absolute honor 
to be your coach, to help you transition out of your current teaching career, help you find what lights you up as a teacher, and also help you if you're interested in building a tutoring business, a micro school, I can help you from the ground up, get your business started. So whether you are just starting out, you're needing more clarity, you need more understanding, maybe you're not ready to go and build a micro school or a tutoring business, but you know that you need a change and you need someone to help and direct you, I'm your girl. I'm telling you, I've been here. I've done this. I stepped away from my teaching career three years ago. I hit some bumps in the road. I had some really highs and I had some lows. And I'm here to tell you that throughout the entire process, I'm so grateful for stepping out and I'm grateful for the people who I've had guide me along the way. I could not have done this alone and I know that you're not meant to do it alone either. So go to www.teachersletyourlightshine.com, reach out to me, send me an email, send me a message, ask me, inquire, what all can you get in a coaching package? It is going to be tailored and designed for you wherever you are, but I also have the opportunity to teach you how to build a business blueprint, create your niche and your value, get clarity, develop your foundation, help you with market and messaging for your school or your business that you're trying to create, plan a successful launch. All of that is included. However, if you're like, I'm just not ready for all of that. I just need to know what I should do and how I should do it. You just need me to help you transition. I have strategies for that as well. So please reach out to me if you're wondering what package is best for you and if we need to tweak some of the packages for coaching to get you started on the path to freedom. Freedom, and let's just go ahead and talk about the freedom we experience and feel when we become more clear on our finances. Not only do we want to have a career where we're leaving a legacy, making an impact, feeling fulfilled, feeling rejuvenated, feeling energetic. Of course, we want careers like that, but we also know that we have to get paid for it as well. Time is money. And in order to really step out, and I'm going to be honest with you, in order to really step out and become an entrepreneur, there are three important pieces that you have to consider. They are must. And it's The same information that I continuously see pop up when I'm listening to podcasts, I'm listening to YouTube videos, when I'm reading books, it is the three ways that I've experienced financial breakthroughs for myself and more clarity financially for myself and in areas that I've also made mistakes with. So please embrace what I'm going to be speaking to you about today and know that we could go so much deeper. We can go so much deeper and we are going to. But today, if we just know that these are the three big bubbles that we are going to have to pop in order to just feel the burst of energy and aliveness and freedom that we truly feel when it comes to money, when it comes to finances, we have to tackle these three concepts. Number one, in order to successfully transition out of your teaching career, become more financially free you have to strengthen your money mindset. Yes, this is a continuous cycle. We are trading our time for money and I have learned this as I grow and develop. It wasn't that I wasn't getting paid enough as a teacher. I just knew that there were other possibilities to do what I love and get paid more 
or at least generate as much as I wanted to without having to go back, get more degrees, take certifications, take classes, climb the ladder, that I could create my own business and create my own income. And with that, yes, there is some struggle. Yes, there is some new ways of thinking that I was not prepared for. But teachers are great at creating. If we could take that gift of creation and create what we want out of our lives and how much we want to get out of it, we're unstoppable. But guess what? We were not taught this. It was go to school, become a teacher, get your weekends off, get your holidays off, get your summers off. These are so awesome. These are the highlighted perks, not the salary, so to speak, but these are the highlighted perks. And guess what? I still get to have that having my own business. I did not want to give that up. That's why I'm not seeking out another corporate job. That's why I'm not seeking out the administration route that I thought that I was going to go through. That's why I am not seeking out other career opportunities because I know that I get paid a substantial income and I still get three months off a year. That is golden, golden friends, golden. So you want to create a business that's going to substantially make that income that you need, but also give you the time off that you desire because that's why we love being teachers. We love our time off, but yet we don't want to be held down to the system and we don't want our income capped out. But the problem is we do not know how to generate wealth because we become so dependent on the system. In the state of Florida, teachers are among some of the lowest paid educators in the United States of America. Mississippi is the lowest average teacher salary. And then you have West Virginia and other states that have salaries starting at under $50,000 a year. New Mexico, South Dakota, Kansas, Arizona. There's a handful. That's just starting out, but that doesn't mean that there are not other states that are still paying a very low salary. And I say low, but I understand that for some people, this is just enough. It's just enough. But for others, they're thinking, I know that I could generate so much more and be happier and have true freedom to do what I love to do and to have the time that I really cherish. We do not always have to feel poverty stricken. We have to learn that there is enough to go around and that we create the abundance. We don't have to have a fixed income. I encourage you, start listening to podcasts, reading blogs, watching YouTube videos, exploring other options, get a mentor, have people pour into you that are entrepreneurs, not negative Nellies, or even, I'm sorry, your parents that have always been dependent on a fixed salary or a part of the system. You have to get around people who are like-minded, who have gone through what you're going through, and have been refined through the process. So number one, strengthen your money mindset. Get the books, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Listen to people who think differently than you, who have been through experiences that are different than you, that will refine you, that will sharpen you, and that will teach you. It's so important. Number two, figure out your finances. And I used to dread this because I did not have a good system. The numbers scared me and I would just look at my bank account and think I have enough money in there. That's great. And I would move on. I had to search for the perfect system and I had to make time to become friends with my finances. And I tell you this from experience that when I left my teaching career, 
my husband and I were out of debt. I thought I had this little side business, was not had anything to do with teaching. I had a little side business. My husband left his job from corporate America selling insurance and started a painting business. We did this at the same time and we did not count the cost. We learned, we grew, but it was hard. And I appreciated the struggle and I appreciate the courage that it took to even step out together at the same time and just spread our wings and fly. It was an incredible experience, but I will let you know that it was difficult and we were not prepared. Now, thank God for his provision and for his grace. I mean, my goodness, it only took us a couple months to be like, whoa, what have we done here? And truth be told, if we would not have stepped out to do that, we would not be where we are right now. Because my husband leaving corporate America, starting a painting business, met up with a roofer and has an incredible business alongside him. And with my experience of stepping out, I would definitely not be doing what I'm doing now. When I stepped out and realized how much I missed teaching and how much I craved being around children and other teachers and other family members, God blessed me with having this school. So I want you to know that there is a silver lining, but you need to be prepared because when we were not completely and totally prepared financially, meaning that we didn't really understand the numbers, it caused more stress than what we needed. And you do not want to add more stress onto becoming an entrepreneur for the first time than what you need to. So figure out your finances, even if it scares you, even if you dread it, find a system that works for you. I found an incredible, I mean, believe it or not, after years of searching, I found an incredible resource on Etsy of all places that organizes every transaction, fixed and flexible expenses. I sit down almost every day now that because it excites me. It excites me to actually become friends with my finances. On the weekends, before the weekend, on Friday, I make sure I close everything out. And then on Sunday, I look at our finances again and I share it with my husband. It helps me to continue to make good decisions in my business. You can also look for ways to find out how to best understand your finances. There's Dave Ramsey books, tutorials, programs, videos. Just say you're gonna do it. Get your finances under control. Stop dreading it. Don't be afraid of it. Look the numbers in its face and you'll be able to have more clarity. You can start preparing for transitions and becoming an entrepreneur. Even if the numbers don't look right, you can't just give up though. I will say this, after you put the pen to paper, you set a few hours aside this month, you dedicate yourself to figuring things out, you come up with a habit of tracking your finances coming up with ways that you can figure this out and communicate with other people who you share your finances with, you will make better decisions and you will gain more confidence in the decisions that you're going to make. You'll be able to reach out to investors. You'll be able to reach out to people with your retirement. You'll become more interested in possibly making money on the side before you transition out of your career. You'll become more motivated And another strategy that I want you to think about is looking into what's called the 70-20-10 rule. 70% of your income goes towards your fixed and your flexible spending. 20% goes into savings and retirement. And your 10% goes to debt repayment or into giving. And you can fluctuate each of those categories, but that's a really good rule to start off with. 
So figure out your finances, number two. And number three, this is a big one. This is why, honestly, my husband and I have been able to become entrepreneurs is we got out of debt and we began living a simpler life. And it was a sacrifice, but we dedicated ourselves fiercely to this. We downsized, we paid off our vehicles, we paid off our student loans, we ran around town with old cars, we found creative ways to go on vacation and save more money, we started camping. And I definitely do not want you to think that you have to be in lack or that you have to go without in order to become an entrepreneur. That's not at all what I am saying. But if you are feeling as if there's a financial dread in becoming an entrepreneur, then it's really time to take a close look inward. Ask God to help you have discernment, have financial wisdom, and allow this to be an opportunity to make changes in your life. You have to make changes though. You cannot expect to keep doing what you're doing and expect to get a different result. We all know that. So I hope that this helps lay some groundwork for you. Because if you are fearful about the financial part, it could be that one, you just really don't know the numbers. You just do not understand where you sit financially. Two, it could be that you're in debt and you're sitting in a lot of debt. Or you know that you could be living a simpler life, but you need to just really harness self-control and what you buy and where you go. And just gaining more clarity in this area, gaining more understanding where you sit financially will help you to make a clear decision. Am I saying that you have to be out of debt to start a business? No. Am I saying that you have to live a simpler life in order to become an entrepreneur? No. But I am saying this, and I'm going to go back to what I said for number one. You have to have a healthy mindset about money. And a lot of times we do not have a healthy mindset about money because we've got all of these factors coming to our mind. What about the numbers? Can I afford it? Can I do this? What about getting out of debt? We've got all of these loans that we have to pay off. We just spent thousands of dollars at Christmas time. Mm, It just puts us in this mode of having a lack mindset. So we have to be willing to strengthen our habits in our mind and how we think about money and how we think about generating money. But I do believe that that all comes from one, having a healthy mindset and two, really being honest with yourself where you sit financially and not letting it scare you. Don't let it scare you and detour you. That's not what this is about. This is about having an understanding of where you are at so that you can understand where you can go, what the possibilities are. When you look at the money and you say, okay, right now I'm making $60,000 and I know that I'm going to need to carve out some funds for retirement or for health insurance, or maybe you don't have to do that. And then you look at what you're paying out every month. Hmm. How many fixed expenses could I lower down? Like, honestly, when I started looking at how I could save money just by making sure we turned the lights off more frequently, that we were more intentional about how much water we were running because I was looking at the numbers every month to month to month. And it didn't cause me to feel fearful. It did not cause me to feel anxious. It caused me to feel empowered. 
I was really becoming more aware and gained ownership over what I was actually doing with my money. And it just felt liberating. And once you start looking at where you are financially, you start thinking, do I really need this big car payment? Do I really need all of this stuff? Can I sell it? Can I get rid of it? Can I declutter my life so that I can make room for what's to come? And I believe God honors that. I know he honors that. He honors us being able to let go and make room for what it is that he wants to do in our life, that we're not consumed in this world, that we're not a part of these worldly missions to have a bunch of stuff that doesn't serve us. I believe that if we become very intentional about how we interact with money, how we feel about money, and start forming new habits of how we can generate money, we become more free. And getting these practices underneath your belt will help you to have a stronger foundation in becoming an entrepreneur just by tackling these three areas. One, get some books, listen to some podcasts about interacting with money and having a healthy mindset with money, no matter where you are, no matter if you're 20, 30, $50,000 or more in debt, you've got to get yourself some help in that area. Number two, find a system, find a person who can help you look at your finances, get real serious about it. Where am I at? Where am I going? What do I need? If I'm making $60,000 right now and that feels good to me, how many students am I going to need? How much is it really going to cost for me to open up this business? Start asking questions. Start trying to figure it out. Start making the changes necessary. And number three, work yourself out of debt. Come up with a strategy, come up with a goal on how you can become more financially free. Maybe it's going ahead and starting your tutoring business right now, right now, while you still have a full-time job so that you can generate some extra cash in order to help you prepare for the next move. I hope that this podcast has blessed you and I look forward to hearing from you and where you're going for the next year. It's going to be an awesome one. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge, known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.